My name is Mike Nelson, perhaps best known in the DCD community as Dyspraxic Sing Song Mike. As a fitness enthusiast, I've been hosting free online fitness workouts on behalf of Dyspraxic Help For You under the banner of Dyspraxic Fitness since 2020. It was after having been diagnosed in my teens with dyspraxia that I sought to raise awareness and support others also living with a hidden disability. Starting a family, holding down employment and then becoming a homemaker naturally took precedence. Voices in the dyspraxia community got louder after the outbreak of a pandemic and it became evident more than ever that dyspraxic people were struggling both mentally and physically. Joining me on this podcast will be other dyspraxic fitness fanatics, dyspraxic sports people and attendees from my dyspraxic workouts to discuss living with dyspraxia and how they embrace keeping fit with a lifelong hidden disability. Before we proceed with the episode, we would like to invite you to attend our twice-weekly online dyspraxic workouts. For more information, please follow Dyspraxic Fitness on social media, on Facebook at Dyspraxic Fitness, on Instagram at Dyspraxic Fitness, and on Twitter at DH4UFitness. Hi, welcome to a podcast, Emma. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. You? Great. Yeah, not too bad. I'm doing uh, doing all right. It's a little bit cold here, but yeah, apart from that, I'm doing all right. And thank you very much for coming along to a podcast. So first of all, uh, let's just um, begin by finding out when you were officially or self-diagnosed with dyspraxia. I was 21 when I found out I had dyspraxia. And I found it actually when I was at college, when I was doing like an essay. And uh, I, I went for C what's going on basically <laughs> okay did you find that um with with the essay writing you know it was quite quite hard um you know to to do that it's more of the comprehension like I'm, I'm i'm not bad writing and spelling and stuff like that it's just the it's the more of the comprehension side and memory side oh totally no i i got that uh you know when i was at school it was just like the essays just like was like a whirlwind you know just um trying to uh you know get to where I wanted to be with the essay and you know there's so much writing as well you know with uh with doing an essay isn't there as well it's uh sometimes yeah. a nightmare and you I'm always uh when writing essays uh or when I was writing essays when I was at school I don't really do them anymore it's always like that time factor as well isn't it you know just looking at that time thinking how much time I've got am I going to do it in enough time <laughs> Is my work mm-hmm. going to be okay? <laughs> so it's really, uh, really quite tricky sometimes, isn't it? So mm-hmm. um, what do you really struggle most with, you know, on a day-to-day basis, obviously a, as a consequence of having a hidden disability? Um, I think it's more like memory and kind of like the emotional side of things about yeah. stuff that comes up when things I, I that I can't control. Obviously, I have a bit of anxiety as well, obviously that I yeah. know that crosses over with dyspraxia. And mm-hmm. um, so I would say the emotional side, just being organized sometimes, it comes up and down. Memory, probably, but then I just have to write things down or get other people to remind me to do this and do that, <laughs> which I'm pretty good at actually. People give me, oh yeah, you need to do this today. And oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. Um, do you find that if you're given like a lot of instructions all at once, then it's it's hard for you to actually do you know manage all of those instructions or yeah I have to do it in I have to do it in sections so it'll yeah. make it easier for me. I'm yeah. exactly the same. I'm exactly I get the same. There. But I get there in the <laughs> I always get, as everyone says you always get there in the end. But if I do, it doesn't matter what I do, my dance work or my um you know sending an email or doing this or doing that. But yeah, it does it does get too much and does pile up and pile up. Like oh no. <laughs> it does and then did you find that you get really anxious when you know things are running away with you as well yeah I'd say like that goes crosses over my anxiety when it's more when things that I can't control yeah yeah, yeah. definitely I mean uh, you know with myself you know if I'm thinking of everything that I've got to do I'll get them done like you say <laughs> you know it's uh, it will get done but will it get done in the right time that someone wants them to be doing maybe not <laughs> so but it's just like oh you haven't done this or oh, you haven't done that it's like okay don't worry about it you know we'll, we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there I've always like I've always like tried to do things myself and then if I find it more difficult I always then get someone else to help me yeah yeah so um, I was taught by my dyspraxic dance teacher she, that's how she taught me she said just get someone else to help you out so it makes the it makes it a bit more easier <laughs> yeah yeah totally which um is amazing and uh you know amazing with dancing as well because i've got no i mean coordination is okay but dancing uh you know i just look like a dad dancer that's who i am (laughs) i'm no no big dancer really at the end of the day so um you know going back to kind of school life really um did you enjoy taking part in pe um you know when pe was uh was around I'd always, I think because I was always someone who was very, I've always been someone who's quite physical, like with dance and moving around and stuff like that. So I'd always try to get involved, but then some stuff like netball, basketball, I'd find that hard. But yeah, I've noticed even like working with kids now and doing some sort of sporty stuff, it's getting better. Like things that I used to find really difficult, I find it a lot more easier now as an adult. Yeah. Uh, and did you find that like anything like the gymnastics side of things like that side of PE did you find that hard or did you find that quite easy to do or? I think I think because of the dance and I've done the dancing from since I was young I I never found that very difficult yeah yeah it's more the mem- it's for me it's more the memory and the music wise like because of the spraxia in numbers as well yeah sometimes yeah totally. but it's okay oh that, it's there. <laughs> no that's good but that, that's good but um but you know you, you did okay on that side of PE but I'm the same you know with, with any kind of um group sport anything like that the processing speed you know was just like kick that ball you know it's coming towards me you know if I was playing football whatever no chance <laughs> you know, I wasn't too bad at that funny enough oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I wasn't too bad to be honest it was more like netball, like getting frustrated because I couldn't get it in the, you know, in the net or I wasn't fast enough. Like it was it was that that I was frustrated about. But I'd always give it. I think with sports and dance, I'd always give it a go. I never yeah. not. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, I, I was always willing to give things a go. Um, but 
No, with football, it's like the ball's coming to me. I've got to stop that ball. I've got reverse. I've got to kick the ball out, out the way. No. <laughs> so give me a football on my own and just, you know, and I'll just practice hitting it into a goal. You know, I might be, uh, you know, might be okay. But yeah, it's um, it's just one of those things, I guess. And particularly with like the actual PE and like the kind of doing four roles and that kind of stuff, wasn't very good at all. Wasn't very good. To the point that I actually got picked out um, in front of my whole class and uh, got taught how to do a forward roll in front of the whole class. And I'm like, no, you oh can't do God. that. Yeah, it was really embarrassing <laughs> as well. Um, so we did that and the uh, walking along the high beam, you know, do you mm-hmm. remember doing that? So like walking along the high beam, it's like, I can't do this. It's like, right, everybody else sit down, right, you over here. <laughs> it's like, great, thank you very much. <gasps> if I wasn't anxious or scared enough at the same point, then now I'm doubly anxious because like everybody's watching me. Um, but I suppose, you know, but I don't need to learn about that in life. I don't need to learn about walking along a high beam, <laughs> really. <laughs> doesn't. Uh, it's not needed for anything um, in day-to-day life at the moment. So... Um, were your PE teachers kind of supportive of your disability or were they just kind of, they didn't know what it was? I didn't, I did, they didn't know. They wouldn't have known by then. No, no one would have known when I was at school, but they knew that there was, I think some of the teachers knew that there was something there. So I did get like extra help, but I think it was more done on my, my written work, my comprehension and my maths. Um, because obviously the physical stuff wasn't really an issue, to be honest. It's just kind of, you know, just being able to do stuff and I'd get frustrated. But other than that, it wasn't, I wouldn't say like the PE stuff is, was a problem. Because I, all I wanted to do, to be honest, all I wanted to do was just do dance and gymnastics and skiing. And like, because that's kind of the thing for my GSSE is like I wanted to do all those stuff. Because I've always been phys- like, always been always wanting to do physical stuff dance and gymnastics or whatever like that but yeah my academic wasn't great <laughs> oh bless you it's um it's tricky isn't it though because um i mean I, I was diagnosed when i was 13 years old 13 or 14 so i'm told and uh you know i, I went through the, the whole school life not knowing what was going on we knew something wasn't quite right um but you know it's good that I got the diagnosis. Could have been done with having it a little bit earlier, but like I say, in those days, you know, maybe it was just like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? When I have that diagnosis, it's like brilliant. You know, at least I know there's a reason for why I, I was pretty much bottom bottom of the class all the time. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, um, you talked um, briefly about obviously you netball and. Um, and, and your sport games and things like that. Were you ever kind of picked last for team sports or? Be honest, I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. It's a distant memory. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I just, I just went with it. If I was last or I was first, was bothered as I was playing the game. <laughs> like I think, okay, it weren't like my best sports, but I'd always. You know, I'd always give them a go because I know, like, dance would always, like, you know, dance would always come up at some point in the school and music and skiing and stuff like that would always come up or acting or something that like that would come up to do at school. So I just tried, tried everything I could possibly can at school, make the most of it. That's 
that's what you got to do, really, isn't it? You know, make most of it because they always say your school years are some of the most important years, aren't they? You know, we learn a lot and learn on kind of what we want to be. It almost sets out what we want to do, in, you know, in future life to a degree. I always I knew. <laughs> I Did always you, knew. I you always knew. You always knew you're going to be, you know, uh, a dancer and you have that set out i think sometimes we do um you know i i, I took kind of a creative view i'm a musician i'm a keyboard player uh i started playing keyboard when i was about five so i thought yeah i know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a buddy musician never did happen really but you know i went in so many bands i've, I've been in so many bands and bits and pieces over the last you know 10 20 odd years but yeah it's i suppose if you follow your dream you can get there can't you you know have that, that dream in Definitely, place. Yeah. You know. Um so um obviously, you know, we've been talking about PE quite a bit. I mean, did you get any like uh you know negative experiences? Uh you, obviously from a point of view that you were say that you really want to try and get the, the ball in the net in the netball and so forth, but was there any, any neg- negativity on that at all or you know from team members or anything like that? <laughs> no, I think more so like during like PE and stuff, no sports day about just being a little bit faster. That's all. Yeah. Really, I can't remember, but I just I just enjoyed PE at the time. I just enjoyed doing that because it was very physical. Yeah, but again, I just wanted to dance. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, wasn't it? It's just like doesn't matter whatever happens, I'm going to be a dancer, and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Every every single activity I possibly could in regards to my school life was I had to go and dance on the stage at school or be in a play at school or do something. Were you um, always, so like in in a play and so forth, did you always want like the main part or were you happy to be kind of a backing dancer or? Um, Bit of both, really. I'm kind of like that now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, main part definitely. Yeah, I mean, parts um, was good though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose you know, stage work. I've always loved being on the stage, performing with a band, um, and giving that right. kind of. Um, people have said that when you know, I had to stop doing bands in the pandemic because you know we couldn't be together and all that kind of thing. And unfortunately, you know, I had to to leave my band. Of, um, I think I was in it for about 10 years or maybe oh. a little bit less but it was you know I was a different person I just felt like the energy and maybe you get the same kind of energy buzz as well from when you're on stage yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know you, you practice and you, you do whatever and then it's onto the stage and um, people said I, I was very charismatic you know just like jumping about but I'm a keyboard player so I'm not like a vocalist but I can just like own the whole you know, own, own the stage it's just <laughs> like I'm, I'm there you know dancing about or trying to move about and like you know hitting the beat and everything behind that you know behind my keyboard so people are like whoa you meant oh you're doing all these kind of weird kind of moves like put your hands up in the air like and like every time there was like a, a break in the music and then the, the break come back in you'd be very kind of animated um, but I loved it, you know. It was a workout as well. It was just, yeah. like, you know, I think, blimey, I think, thinking, blimey, everyone's like, oh, he, he's a mad keyboard player, he is. I didn't, I, I didn't care. <laughs> I just, I just did what I did, and I just got up on that stage, and I was like, I'm here to perform, and uh, you know, um, but you know, it, it's it's what we do, I suppose. Is uh, you know, there's people on the stage, you know, it, 
It's a great mm-hmm. feeling. It's a great feeling. Um, so um, people uh, with dyspraxia uh, are basically known to have like poor gross motor skills, you know, trouble with mobility, coordination. Have you ever been affected by these characteristic traits at all? Mm, not really. I mean, I suppose dance, I mean, there's so much. I mean, art. I, I couldn't even begin to think really um, about all the uh, the dancing and stuff, you know. I've um, had a look at some of your videos. They're amazing, absolutely amazing. It's just like, how do you do that? But that's lots of rehearsals. <laughs> it's, it's lots of rehearsals. Yeah. I can say that again. I can say that. That's lots of rehearsals and getting it right. As the dancers in my company would know, like yeah. it takes it'll take time to kind of practice that and then once it's all there it's just it's just there isn't it yeah <laughs> it's like you've you got it, it. <laughs> um yeah. it's amazing it's amazing yeah. I mean you know I do like to dance uh I can't you know I, I've got nothing on on anybody who's a professional dancer or you know it's just like yeah <laughs> it's like, well you can give it a go it's like my, it's like my hips don't work I don't know what's going on <laughs> These, these hips, yeah. It's just like people have said, oh, you know, um, I keep on dancing, you know. I, I do little videos from now and again just uh, for, for my own use. Really. I'm just like, oh, yeah. And it's just oh. like, mm, okay, well, <laughs> I think, you know, I enjoy doing like fitness workouts and so forth. So all my moves are pretty much like fitness moves almost, not dance moves. <laughs> it's like you got to loosen up, Mike. I told you before you got to loosen up. I always joke um, really about how um, I c- people go, oh, can you dance? I, c- I said, yeah, I can do the dance at the end of the night, you know, just like hanging on to somebody, you know, just, <laughs> just a bit of a smooch. <laughs> is that dancing or is that just holding on? I've yeah. no idea. There's probably no dancing. It's like, watch where your feet are. People keep on saying they've got two left feet. They're <laughs> 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 probably not not uh, not wrong, <gasps> really. Um, so, um do, 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 do you find that you do like any any ex, any ex, um, sorry any ever exercise, um, you know, such as biking or walking, running or anything like that to help you out with your dancing, or is it more do you just power through and use your dancing more as, as you exercise? Mainly dance, I'd say, but I do like I do like the fitness one, fitness stuff because um, I try as like just because I'm in a play. I just um I um did like um a, a fitness uh, kickboxing one just before and that was just so tiring. The next day I was so knackered because <laughs> I would have been teaching for I'd have been teaching for like a while and then going straight into a uh, into that fitness class, which I didn't even know nothing about, um just because I had time and then I had um the play rehearsals and I was so knackered. <laughs> But it was good, yeah. I like anything cardio. Like um, many moons ago, and I used to like the um, Mr. Motivator, <laughs> and like there's another one as well. It was similar to Zumba, and everyone literally just literally loved it. But I can't remember what it was called. It was similar to the, um, Mr. Motivator. It was similar, but I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was called, but it, it was really good. So, yeah, I do like my fitness. I do um, teach, like, a fitnessy type stretching class as well myself. I loved body conditioning at school. Um, not school, at secondary uh, college, I should say. And I I thought, oh, it would be good to do something 
as part of my dance stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm going to join a company called um, Ballet Be Fit. Um, so I'm going to join that type of thing. But yeah, I like Pilates and yoga. That's good for oh, definitely, relaxation definitely. and stuff. I well. think uh, with yoga, it takes a certain <laughs> amount of balance as well, doesn't it? <laughs> to, to not fall over. Um, but, yeah. you know, understanding that obviously you're, you're a dancer and, and so forth and you've got ballet background as well haven't you so um it's amazing you know just mm-hmm. <laughs> how <laughs> really you know uh, I mean I, I'm very much into my fitness as well I do a lot of bike riding I do long distance bike riding um you know I do running mm-hmm. when I can I haven't done running for a bit but I do running when I can love doing online workouts love doing cardio weights I can't really do uh, just because of my visualization with angles. That's where my dyspraxia kind of lets me down a little bit. So, you know, when you've got to lift the weight straight up, my mine will go at an angle, um, which is dangerous because you know, obviously I could pull my back out, which is not good either. Um, but very much cardio mm-hmm. based. I love my cardio. I love running. I love biking. I love, uh, you know, doing anything like that really. And, um, my coordination on that kind of stuff is is actually fine. Um, but then put me in a dance routine or something like that. It's like, you have got to be having a laugh. <laughs> You've got to be joking. It's just like... <laughs> you, need to come, <laughs> they, yeah. you need to dance with me and <laughs> my colleagues. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got, uh, you know, friends and, and family who are, you know, dancers and, and people who do uh, like the Lindy Hop dancing, you know, like all the 40s, 50s kind of dance. Uh, amazing to watch yeah. um i was uh I, I did a um a gig at a party and a lot of the dance uh, a lot of people there like the guests were like from a lindy hop group um and you know uh, friends of the a, a, a party host kind of thing and i've never seen people lindy hop to like music that's not lindy hop kind of music <laughs> so it's just like wow it's like we, we oh, yeah wow. we, we were doing like uh you know, all this kind of rock music. And I'm like, these people are actually like doing like all the wow. kind of jazz, Lindy Hop, you know, all the kind of old dance moves, but to kind of rock music. I was like, this is amazing. Never, ever have I seen that before. Um, yeah. Mind you, you know, t- to be honest, we didn't get a lot of people dancing when we did the gigs, you know, they were just like, oh, just looking, <laughs> just looking and uh, having a good time. You've got to hit the right kind of music, though, to be wow. able to uh, to get people to groove, I guess. Well, to, to a certain extent. Um, so um, basically, uh, you know, uh, people uh, with DCD uh, and dyslexia have difficulty learning and, let's say, executing motor skills, you know, without considerable uh, practice. Um, so obviously with, with the exercising and, and the kickboxing that you mentioned, do you think that, that helps out with your dancing um, or do you think it's just an addition for you? just an extra addition but I think for me it it sometimes over a few over a period of time before it took me so long to like pick up choreography or you know remember it and then if I was in an audition it'll take me ages but now I I start to remember it and I've got my own way of yeah I've got my do, own do you have any uh, any <laughs> tricks that you um that you have yourself to remember like the the, the moves and so forth uh, because I'm a visual learner, I, I learn it by how it's placed in the room. <laughs> and also if I'm dancing with other dancers as well, I know I can see it. I can um, 
I have a particular way that I am with other dancers. So if they do a particular, they do it in a particular way. I'm kind of like, I don't know, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have a particular way. And I feel that I use that when I'm teaching as well. They more on a visual way of, and I always have to hear it vocalised. I always have to be, the movements need to be vocalised as well, as well as being like taught in a, um, you know, more physical, yeah, physical totally. way. I think that's the best. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I think that's that. the best way that um, I, mm -hmm. I do as well. You know, if someone shows me how to do something, or I look at a video on how to do something, then I can learn it better. But if someone was to give me, say, a piece of paper and go, right, okay, follow these steps, you're like, mm, okay, I don't know. Not like you say, they have to vocalise it and they have to show me, you know. Once people show me how to do it or so that I can have a go, then that's generally how I learn better. So it's... Um... I think I've got like a, like a memory of certain moves and stuff from when I've been dancing from a young age. So it's like, it's kind of like glued into my body system. So when it's a new move, I would have to then learn to digest it in a particular way and remember it. And that's how I probably process choreography because i've seen the moves before and i've also seen them um, like might have seen a video and i would have then memorized it <laughs> yeah that's it i mean i i look at videos all the time um you know to find out how to do stuff like cooking and so forth once i've actually remembered how it is i'm like oh yeah i can do that now you know brilliant it might be a simple thing but <laughs> some some people just like you know, say, oh, can't you do that? That's dead easy to do. Yeah, easy for you, but not easy for me. <laughs> we, no. all, we always have to do things, don't we, really? So, um, obviously, we touched a, a bit on the fitness as well. So, can you kind of, like, ride a bike or can you drive a car or anything like that? I don't drive at the moment, but I do find um, riding a bike kind of difficult. It's got easier yeah. over a period of time, but I've been very lucky to have people on previous occasions who are also like got a neurodiverse like dyspraxia or autism yeah. that have helped me to be able to process a way of me able to being able to ride the bike but not actually being able to get a bike in the end oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is like my aim this year is to be able to ride a bike I think yeah I mean uh it, it definitely um you know, shows me that you've got sheer determination to do what you uh, want to do. You know, um, you've definitely got that that drive, if I can say that. <laughs> um, definitely, that's what everyone says. <laughs> um, and you will get there. I think. Um, you know, I I started biking at a young age, um, and I did my first kind of long distance bike ride. I think when I was seven or eight. Mm -hmm. um so uh you know it, it was uh it was a long way we did 86 miles uh on the bike um over i think we did it over three days so um as as young as i remember and we still do these uh long long distance bike rides but we do it in the day now rather than three mm -hmm. uh you know because uh, i'm a lot more uh a lot more older than i'm uh than, than i was so uh, <laughs> it, it's um it's all right really uh but you know driving the car and so forth Took the lessons. There's there's a lot to learn uh, and a lot to process driving the car. Um, I find you know it's not just like putting your foot down and steering. You know you got to look around you. You've got to look at your hazards. You've got to you know change gear if you're doing it in a manual. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I I got advised, you know, maybe to try an automatic car. I have to try and uh, to drive in the manual. And uh, that was a bit more easier. And also changing from a male instructor to a female instructor. And that kind of made it a little bit more easier as well, really. But um, I still, still kind of, and I think looking at it probably over the last few weeks, you know, because of my processing speed, it's, uh, you know, because it's slower than an average person uh, generally, then, yeah, theoretically, that could be uh, <laughs> not great when you're driving the car at about 60 miles per hour. <laughs> uh-huh. it's a um, so, obviously, what what inspired you, really, um, going right way back to when you knew you were going to be a dancer? What, what kind of inspired you from that young age uh, to become what you are now? I think just when I went to dance school, to be, to be perfectly quiet, perfectly honest it's just something I enjoy and something I'm passionate about and I also knew it was something I wanted to do and the problem I had was that everyone around me were doing like like later on were all asking do you like no they're all doing like nine to five jobs and I just wanted to do something that was going to be enjoyable yeah. <laughs> as a job yeah <laughs> definitely I mean um you can't do a job if you don't like it. I just don't understand how people Okay, yes, you have to earn money. I'm not, I get that. <laughs> but <laughs> but it needs to be something you enjoy. It's like it's so important. It is, it is. I mean I I've completely changed direction, uh, you know, on what I want to do as a job. And I'm doing a, a course at the moment to become a qualified group fitness instructor to music. Um, so I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, I enjoy doing my cardio exercises. I've got a few more exams to do and so forth, but, but, you know, once I get there, that's going to be my drive. You know, I'm, I want to be there to help motivate people and, uh, you know, um, a bit like yourself, really, you know, just get people moving, isn't it really? Keep people motivated. Um, there there won't be any dance moves in in, in that, I can tell you now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it'll just be like okay here we go um it'll be to music so it'll be it'll have an element of timing um but dancing yeah it'll be like <laughs> if you're gonna <laughs> dance just dance to anything you know it's, it's fine to have a great great uh great time with it really so um I'm, I'm kind of guessing from um from what i'm hearing it's definitely a labor of love um with your dancing as well and obviously, uh, you know, yeah. teaching that as well. Um, you know, absolutely uh, amazing. So, um, obviously, um, you know, I've uh, ran out as well or been uh, kind of looking into a bio. You know, you know, an amazing individual, really, because, um, you know, as far as I'm aware, you do, like, modelling and singing and that kind of thing as well. Or... Acting. So, uh, acting as well. <laughs> so I do everything. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it sounds like you well you've got talents in a lot of things really. Do you find that obviously your dancing is your, your main thing? Do you find that you're kind of looking kind of elsewhere into different areas such as like singing or, or anything like that? Are you kind of like mixing that in with your dancing or? or um... Yeah, because obviously I do, I do want to go into music. I want to go into musical theatre, but I also mm-hmm. I still enjoy my I still enjoy my dance as well. So. I think my dance company, because I was actually originally, I actually wanted to be in a dance company. Yeah. But now I have my own dance company. I don't really supposedly need to be in another dance company, but I yeah. can. Yeah. But right, so. I've always wanted to do musical. I've always wanted to do musical theatre, um, because I did singing and acting and dance when I was younger. But 
ballet was always something I loved. And it was still, it's always will be my favourite style yeah. of dance to do. Um, oh. But yeah, I started to get to acting due to people I'm around and um, because they're, they're actors and models themselves. So it's encouraged me to also get into modelling a bit more and meeting different people. And it's just, it's good because I can go from being a dance teacher, being a, a dancer, to being a model, to being an actress, and then be a choreographer. So it gives me lots of different fields to go to money-wise as well. Definitely, definitely. And um, you were uh, included in the, was it in the closing ceremony of the London 2012 Olympics as well? Yes, wow. Was. How, how was that? That was really good. I worked with... Um, a choreographer called Gareth Walker, and he was he was really good to work with. And I did meet the Spice Girls. Did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. claim to fame. Well, they're close by <laughs> to me. Um, Darcy also had a section in there, with, which I wish that I'd managed to get into that, but I think I missed the auditions or something. So. Wow. Because yeah. wasn't that the, um, the seminary where the Spice Girls were... Um... Going around it on you know, on top top of a car, singing and that that kind of thing. That was it, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. <laughs> that would have been yeah. so. That, I mean, you know, that's a, a huge achievement. Did you did you feel quite nervous and anxious about being there? Or? Yeah, a little bit actually, because I was going to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, say anxious. I just got on with it. Really. Yeah, just, yeah. I suppose. Um, you know, it's kind of the adrenaline gets you as well, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's great. Some people want to be centre stage and some people want to be kind of off that, you know, but still part of it. So, <laughs> you know, it's um, that would have been, you know, amazing. And, um, you know, and it, you know, from musical productions um, that you've done, um, it's absolutely amazing, you know, just to memorise all that and be on that stage and, you know, it sounds to me like you you were born to do this. <laughs> Definitely born to do yeah, this. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. in my genetics as well. Yeah. Family members were actors and writers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, they were able to give you maybe a bit of advice on which way to go and so forth. They're not here anymore, oh, so no. I couldn't get any of that. But oh. I, kn- I know what they've done. So yeah, and I've had fam- other family members who've been in a play. You can find it on Google. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's amazing that I have family members that are, were into uh, into the arts and into dancing. Oh, totally. Ballroom, especially. <laughs> wow, but ballrooms amazing people think it's like quite slow but there's a lot to it there's a lot to it you know and, and when you look through uh you know videos of ballroom dancing it's like it's actually quite it's quite complex isn't it really mm-hmm. um you know within that within that stage um but yeah so um and uh if i'm right in thinking you've been in films and tv as well uh, yeah, a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah um am i right in thinking made in chelsea Yes, amazing job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Doing their> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That was really good. I, I managed to meet with the most of the cast and be seen a little bit on there. 
<laughs> in one of the episodes, I can't even remember what episode it was, but one of the like latest episodes, recent, late, late episodes. Wow. Before I like lockdown. I think 2019 episodes for anyone that wants to have a look. have a look. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's brilliant. So um what are your kind of goals for the future? Um do you have any uh you know lifetime goals that you want to kind of aim towards? It would be my dream to be able to dance and do choreography in the West End. Yeah. Um but also to have some of my students and some of my company dancers to also like be in, in the West End shows with me. Like if I'm choreographing a show, it'll be nice if they're in it as well. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's Trying really to amazing. help them as well as myself. It's quite an interesting concept. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean whatever I-, I do, they whatever I do, they tend to do as well. They they get involved I get them involved as well in any projects I do. If I'm doing a choreography project, my assistant choreographer, she I get her to join in. Um the play that I'm in, originally I was like I'm the main character in the play that I'm in at the moment and I managed to get her and someone else that I know quite well who's an actor and model. Um, into the play as well so I've managed to get quite a few people into stuff that I'm doing <laughs> wow that's great so uh, a proper little network event <laughs> yeah know, literally and not an organizer you know which is amazing yeah. um you know as as uh, you know despite it because it's just just like a lot of people think that organization can be quite tricky um you know with with uh, you know uh, trying to plan things out and so forth. So no, hats off to you. That's amazing that you, mm-hmm. you're able to do that and choreograph and and do all the things um, that you do. Obviously, and your own company. Um, how, how long's um, double? This double twist, isn't it? Yeah. So how, how long's double twist been going? 2013. 2013. Wow. So almost well, about almost nine years, is it? About nine years. Yeah. Oh my Can god. Nearly <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Next year, oh my god! Yes, next year, wow, that's amazing! Wow. And what an achievement for you as well to be, uh, you know, to to actually get to to where you've wanted to be, you know, and mm-hmm. and 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 do that as well. Um, so uh, let's say we've obviously been talking a bit, um, you know, about your background and so forth as well. Where can um, listeners to the podcast uh, find you on, on social media? Yeah, um, for my own Instagram, it's Emma underscore Levine underscore. That's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I mean, Double Twist is um, Double Twist Dance School. Okay. And then we've got the company, Double Twist uh, Dance Company One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, be sure, everyone, to to go and check that out. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've had a look at the um, at some bits on YouTube and you know, Facebook and so forth. Amazing. You know, it's just like, I'm in awe, you know, just like, just watching going, you know, maybe one of these days, uh, you know, maybe you'll give me, uh, you know, a, a couple of points just going, you know what? <laughs> You're doing that completely wrong. <laughs> room for improvement, Mike. Room for improvement. <laughs> but no, it is, you know, people do, uh, do, do think of me as a bit of a dad dancer, you know, just like, you know, I don't know what's going on with the apps, you know. <laughs> Just, people keep, managed, keep on going. <laughs> I've managed to get everyone to dance. <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing, which is amazing. Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, from from my kind of musical background, I've, I've been able to kind of, 
help people out with you know with their confidence and kind of I, I'm not you know known as a as a, you know as a singer or vocalist I can hold my key but you know nothing like the West End or you know, <laughs> nothing like those big powerful notes it, it really does does amaze me when they're on that stage and they've got all the costume they've got all the setup and you know, and they've got an amazing voice. You know, it's it's uh, it's absolutely fine. I mean, did do you have much of your um, you know, did do you have a particular kind of style that you have? I brought for the singing side, yeah. musical theatre mm-hmm. mainly. Musical theatre. I, I think I started singing when I was like young, but then it was only since lockdown um, when I decided I want to kind of take the singing a little bit more further. Yeah. So I started doing like read throughs and to kind of help my singing and my acting because always used to like just focus on my dance. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to kind of put my acting and singing to do something more with it. Yeah. It feels very weird to go and like sing and act and then not do as much do. Well, I'm still dancing, but in say yeah. like a play, it's yeah. really weird that I'm actually in a play and actually got like a main part. And I'm acting, and it feels very weird that I have that part. Yeah, it feels a bit like oh, yeah. But it's, like... it's it's a good thing because it. I've always been told not to like just keep to one thing, like do multiple stuff within the industry. So yeah, um, it was good for me to kind of open up, open to different stuff. Definitely, it's good to keep an open mind, isn't it? You know, on uh, and try different bits and pieces really but no um as i say it's been absolutely lovely speaking today emma thank you so much for um taking your time to come onto the podcast and uh as i say everyone listen to the podcast uh, feel free to go and check emma out on uh on social media um and yeah just well done it's absolutely amazing uh what you've uh, become and like i say uh you know if people are listening you know if you want something that badly follow your dream and, you know, as it says, you know, uh, and as Emma is a fine example of that, you know, you, you get get to your dream and uh, get to where you want to be. But, yeah, apart from that, thank you very much for your time, Emma. Uh, have a lovely afternoon. And, um, yeah, take care. You too. As of October 2021, I am following my dream to become a fully qualified neurodivergent fitness instructor. Please visit gofundme.com forward slash Mike Nelson fitness journey for information on how you can support me. Thank you.